calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome back to the Katie and Company podcast. Since we were last here, I moved. Yay. And I got COVID. Boo. Uh, yeah. Christmas COVID came with me to the new house. Um, I had this very romantic vision like of my boyfriend carrying me across the threshold of our new home. And instead I was like blowing my nose everywhere and just basically said, call me when the couch is here so I can come lay on it <laughs> for the next week. But that's finally over. And I'm so excited that we had Lee Bryce on the Superstar Power Hour this week. Whenever anybody asks me what Lee is like, I always say like Lee is country music's teddy bear. Like literally and figuratively. He's just a giant human who is always in a good mood. He's so polite and he is in the best running for best laugh alongside Darius Rucker. When I talked to Lee, he was actually in his new barn out at his farm where he's built his own new studio that he'll be working on his next album in and it's full of lots of taxidermy. Uh, He calls them his friends for extra soundproofing. Anyway, I hope that you enjoy listening to this chat with me and Lee as much as I did having it. Back on the Superstar Power Hour this week, after his ninth consecutive number one, Mr. Lee Rice, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing so good. I have to tell you that I am loving the latest single, Soul. <laughs> oh, Soul. It's so fun. And this is one of the very few songs on the album that you did not write on. So tell me how this song made it on the album. Uh, well, I was listening to music with a friend of mine. Um, uh, JR and uh, he actually works over at a, um, a radio station. And he, so we were just listening to music. And so for all the people in the world, he had nothing to gain from it, but he goes, Hey man, you know, I heard this song, you know, and it said, I think you'd sound, you'd sound good on it. You know, it's not like he wrote it or anything like that. He just thought, Hey man, you ought to hear the song. You might mm-hmm. like it. If you don't, whatever, it doesn't matter. So she's plays me this song and it was an old, like kind of real poppy kind of almost weird demo, but there was something about that hookiness of the melody and the groove and the simplicity of what it was saying that like drew me in. And I was like, well, what? There's something about it. I couldn't get my, like, I said, well, send it to me, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, I'll probably won't listen to it again or whatever. And then I kept thinking about it. And I was like, I'm going to go listen to that again. You know, but when I got to by, my, by myself and stuff and, and then I did that again and again and again and again. And I was like, okay, all right. All right. So let me think about this. What if I really did go record this thing 
how Lee Bryce, how I would go record it. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Not like it is on this demo. And I kind of could see it, you know, in my head. I was like, you know, if I did that, it, I think it would be extremely unique for our our market, you know, country radio. Um, and uh, I said, so I'm going to do it. So I went and cut it. And still, I was like, okay. And I loved it, right? But I was like, it's still like kind of different, you know? And now I was mm-hmm. like, so I don't know how people are going to take it. I don't know my country music fans, you know, especially the real country music fans. Well, then about that time, uh, I my sent it home and let mama hear it. And she let her sister hear it. Well, Aunt Florent let Uncle Al hear it. Now, Uncle <laughs> Al is the countryest man you ever met in your life, okay? And Uncle Al don't really call me, never really call me for anything. Well, I get a call. Hey, Lee. I say, hey, Uncle Al, what's up? Man, I just heard that, that new song, Soul. Bo, that's going to be your fastest number one ever, Bo. <laughs> Dang, gun. I'm like, I was like, okay, well, if Uncle Al likes it, I should be okay with the country music listening fans. <laughs> that is amazing. I love that so much, Uncle Al. Your impression of him, too, I'm sure, is spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Man done you what now that's amazing it's funny i had to listen to it a couple times because i was like what does it remind me of like what is it about the song and i hope that you will take this as a compliment because i am a huge fan of pat Monahan and train but it reminds me of like a groovy train song yes i love train and i've spent years trying to write songs like some of their songs you know and and uh maybe maybe that's kind of what 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 caught my ear about it you know (laughs) You know, I haven't thought about that, you know, until you said that, but mm-hmm. that does make some sense. For sure. And it's also funny when I was hearing you say, just talk about like the first time you listen to it, you're like, eh, and then you kept listening, kept listening. I feel like it really goes to show you cannot judge a song on the first listening because there's so many songs I've heard them the first time. I'm like, I don't think this is for me, but I've learned now. I'm like, I need to listen to it in the car or yeah. in my headphones on a run. Like the, cause then it starts to yeah, change. That's right. Cause you, it depends on your mood or whatever, you know, sure. depends on the time of day, the time of year, even, you know, like, oh my it's, God you know, the fall, right. It's so inspiring, right. I'll write all my songs. I swear in the fall, you know, I wouldn't uh, deny this publicly, but the first time I ever heard tequila, I was like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I like that song. I don't think it's my style. And then I was like, I was belting it out every chance I got Yeah, and it's like the biggest song in history. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I usually don't tell people how I feel about their songs. Right. I don't like it. I'm like, I'll probably like this in two months. So I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> And then you also, congratulations on the huge like hat trick of CSAC, BMI and ASCAP song of the year, which is kind of like industry inside baseball. Explain to people why those three wins together are such a cool thing. Well, I mean, so who they are, first of all, for people who don't realize this, you know, CSAC, ASCAP and, and BMI, they are the people who, they're the companies who every single writer is attached to one of them. They choose to be a part of one of those organizations and those organizations, if you ever get a cut or they track, they track everything that song does. And then they actually track any money it makes and they end up finding that money and, and making sure that, that those writers are getting paid for those songs. And so as a writer, you got to You got to sign up with one of them. So, uh, I was with BMI for a long time, uh, and then I, I changed over uh, to CSAC uh, a while back, and uh, they're all really great. They're all great people and all great companies, um, But so that's what they do. 
but they also have their award shows, kind of like the CMA Awards or the ACM Awards, and they are they recognize songs and songwriters rather than you know artists and performing and that kind of stuff. Uh, and so, song of the year at any one of those is a is a big deal, you know, because it's all about the song. It's about the song and the songwriter. So it's like the biggest award you can get. And somehow, so myself and the, my other two co-writers, we were all on all three different, different, you know, PROs. And all three different PROs, one of them girls was the song of the year. And what was really cool about that is, first of all, that's just cool in general. It's just amazing to get a song of the year in any of them, much less all of them. And then, you know, I thought to myself, when I found that out, I thought, well, that's really cool. It's like all three. I was like, I'm sure that's been, you know, been done a, a few times or a bunch of times. I don't know. But I was like, either way, it's, it feels pretty special. But then, like, a couple of days later, my manager called me. He, was, he, was, he said, man, you know, we actually had somebody call us from over at BMI. And say, hey man, like, have y'all thought about the fact that I that I think this might be the first time this has ever happened, ever. It's crazy. And I, I said, ah, Enzo, I said, I'm sure it's been maybe okay, maybe it's rare, maybe it maybe it's only happened. And so they got people like everybody that that knew anything about old, like a lot of historians and people who know everything about country music. They just got those kind of brains and remember everything, you know. They asked around. They they had all three PROs searching, looking, and everybody was like, "Man, we cannot find this has ever been done anywhere." Because I was just like in disbelief, really. Yeah, for sure. There's no way this hasn't happened. <laughs> Out of all the songs, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of songs that have been written, you know, through all those PROs. But so yeah, so it had never been done. And I love records that can't be broken, you know? <laughs> mm, who doesn't? <laughs> but it was really cool to kind of be a part of that with, with my co-writers. And, and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's um, always, you know, icing on top of the cake, you know, when you, when you kind of have a special award like that. Um, it's always great to just get a cut, you know, or somebody record For your song, sure. much, less, much less, you know, get a song of the year or then something like that. So uh, it's really cool. That's awesome. And I, that song, it's funny how you like attach a song to a specific time of your life, but forever that song will remind me of like the beginning of the pandemic. I put that on my running playlist. So the, the very few times that we were outside in New York, like in March of 2020, when I would go running just to get some kind of exercise, I would listen to that song. And I remember being like so amped up every time, but it, I always think of that now when I listen to it, you got me through a dark time, Lee. <laughs> Great. Now I'm the, now I'm the pandemic man for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. You, oh my God. Parking lot party fixes that immediately. There you go. <laughs> and then what about new music? Are you like locking up in the barn after the new year and recording or what's going on? I probably will. Yes. I mean, I actually just finished building a studio uh, out here at the farm. I'm actually in the barn now next to my old friends and all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> The room of death. <laughs> all those deer. <laughs> I always do have too many songs to record. Um, and I had to sift through them. So I'm about to start the sifting process and kind of deciding on what this next record is going to be. And then shortly after that, it's not much, it's not a huge process after that to, to make, to kind of finish those, those, even those demos kind of just 
amp them up and make them mm-hmm. into records. For sure. Well, we are very excited because we are going to be giving away a totally private show with you and a winner and nine friends who get to come to Nashville and have this like really cool, intimate experience with Lee Bryce. And I'm wondering now, like, because I know, you know, being in the industry, we get to go to like so many cool, like acoustic, really intimate private events. When you think about like, or even concerts, like, but other like small events that you've been to musically that like meant a lot to you and stuck with you, what comes to mind? man well um you know a lot of that has to do with you know maybe my first time ever playing the opry was a huge a huge thing for me mm-hmm. um, that was a very special one but then kind of close to that was like the first time i played the ryman which used to be where the opry was held at all times you know the, just the church of country music and i played it you know like a whole show there and man what a special night that was you know it's like Oh what gosh. a special place, you know, I mean, and even I even filmed I Don't Dance, which is the most personal song to me ever in the Ryman. And there was nobody else in the Ryman. So that feeling oh. was so special all day long, you know, other than us filming that me and Sarah and and my videographer, basically, you know, and, and it was just it was just so cool. Uh, so. That's the first, first things that, that pop in my mind. Sure. I kind of have to do what about, with the Opry. What about on the flip side as a fan? What are some of the coolest things that you've been to musically? Uh, you know, uh, well, I could tell you this. Going to see Bruno Mars in concert was like mind-blowing to me. <laughs> a religious experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. But um, the first time I came to Nashville um, at, and visited, just like visited, and of course, I never really left after that. It was a spring break, um, 2000. Uh, and I met this person. They're like, hey, you should come meet my husband over at after work. We're going to go over to this writer's round over at the and it was like in a hotel, like kind of like lounge, but like a bar, kind of a cool, dark thing. I was like a, a writer's round. I was like, sure, I'll come meet your husband. You know, awesome. You know, but. I didn't know what a writer's round was. I've mm-hmm. been writing songs by myself since I was nine, 10 years old. And so I walk in and there's three dudes up on a stage and they're just with their acoustic guitars. And there's everybody in the bar and it's dark and they're listening and it's quiet. And I'm like, this is really cool. And one guy plays a song and I was like, uh, okay, I'm probably going to head back home at that. I'm back home to Sumter. And then the next guy plays a song and I went, maybe I could, maybe I could work my way and maybe deserve to be here, you know? And then the next guy played the song and I was like, oh, I think I'm going to go back to back home. I said, I, I don't know about all this. But then, you know, I got to meet the, the person I was meeting actually ended up being my, my producer and like really like my mentor uh, he took me to Curb Records. He he wrote with me all summer long. I, first time co-writing was with, with him, and he worked with me in the studio for the first times I had ever been in a studio. Taught me so much just being in those rooms with him. He's a producer. He's a writer. He's a he's ran record labels. He's A and R. He's every he's done everything. Mm-hmm. That was Doug Johnson, and uh, and so that was this probably a really that was a special night for me. First of all, because I had never seen anything like that, and I was blown away. Second of all, I got to meet the guy 
and really the 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 real reason I you know got my start and my 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 thing going in Nashville. For sure, it's so funny that you mentioned that, like being at a writers' round, because it's hard to explain to people how like amazing and personal it is. It also is hard to describe, yeah, because like anywhere you go in Nashville, everybody's so ridiculously talented. Like the first time we yeah. went somewhere to karaoke in Nashville, I was like, oh. <laughs> Oh, hell no. I'm not getting up there. They're all like supposed to be on stage at the Grammys. I thought we were just having fun. I can't do that. (laughs) That is funny. You got to get like way on the outskirts of town to go find like a karaoke bar that like, you know, people are just still having fun and exactly like they want to sound, you know what I mean? Exactly. And then with the new year, did you make any resolutions? Oh man, I hadn't, I hadn't gotten there yet. Um, I've, uh, I've been actually my, my, my wife and my daughter have the flu. We just oh. sold a house. We just bought a house. We just got back from Thanksgiving and traveling all over. And so really, and I've been trying to finish the studio, so I haven't got my brain into new year mode quite yet. Um, so I haven't actually put thought into that yet, but I do every year. And, uh, do you stick to and it? I, and I, I'm not, yeah, I was about to say, I'm not like, <laughs> the best i usually do pretty well for a while you know uh sometimes it's it's a weekend and sometimes it's it's you know six months in but i don't know if i've ever really made it much longer than that <laughs> me either me either <laughs> lee rice thank you so much for being on again this week it's so great to see you and catch up good to see you darling Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.